Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rambles podcast, starting with the topic, were rideable horses originally planned for GTA 5? The first thing I want to talk about is this picture of Michael on this horse, which I put in the latest episode of Facts and Glitches. I realized I didn't say in the video why Michael likely had a horse in the cut content. I'm sure you guys have seen the Facts and Glitches episode, so... What's up, Frank? We're about to roll on a shot. Hey, I'm in a spot, man. Me and Lamar about to get popped on top of the car park in Del Perro. Uh, yeah, that sounds like it can't be rescheduled. Uh, I'll be right over. But gentlemen, you'll have to excuse me. But, uh, based on the conversation that is had, it seems as though Michael was at the movie studio, which is near where the alternate Lamar Down was meant to have taken place. So what Michael was likely doing, at least in the way that he speaks, is that he was in a deal talking about movies. He's on the phone to Franklin and he's like, guys, I gotta go, uh, someone needs me or whatever. And so he leaves the studio and grabs a horse that was likely on one of the sets and uses it to get to the fight. Like it's not said explicitly why he has the horse, but that seems to be the most logical reason based on what is said. YouTube's new exploit ensures reactors thrive. So Three Clicks Philip released a video called Gore in CS2, Can All Skin Be Removed? It got age-gated and therefore suppressed, so it only got 120,000 views. I watched it because I'm subscribed to him and I saw it in the subscription feed. But obviously, it, if your video gets age-gated, it doesn't get recommended as much. What's interesting about this is he tweeted this out. Seems if I filmed myself reacting to my age-restricted video, then it wouldn't have been blacklisted by YouTube. Already more views than the original lol. He's on a pixel on his live stream reacting to Phillips video. And some random person has reposted this reaction to YouTube and it's got 238,000 views. So twice as many. So clearly this video wasn't age gated. It's not simply the case that uh, Onapixel has brought more views to the video or something because a clicks filler video normally brings in at least currently like 400,000 views or whatever when they're not age gated. So Onapixel does a lot of reaction stuff on his Twitch. He doesn't actually have a YouTube channel himself that he posts to currently. I believe. He does have some channels that he owns. I think he just doesn't post a lot to them. When, when you see content like this, it's by fans and whatnot. Like for the longest time, I held the belief that reacting on Twitch isn't as bad as reacting on Twitch and then posting it to YouTube. But at the end of the day, if a person is popular enough, it ends up on YouTube anyway, right? There are entire enterprises that are dedicated to ripping reactions from the largest content creators to YouTube. And they get fat stacks of money doing so. So obviously, this sucks for everyone involved. And I suppose the question is related to, uh, obviously the enforcement of the age gating on YouTube isn't perfectly consistent. Whatever boss is in charge of detecting these things didn't detect this just because the guy was in the corner. And Well showed me this example where someone else has put themselves in the corner of a video to avoid getting their video copyright claims. Why hello there. If you're wondering what I'm doing tired on this much lower quality camera, it's because I am at my limit. I have attempted to upload the video you are currently watching seven times at this point, with this current version being the eighth iteration. The reason being, the copyright system and YouTube's copyright system are horrifically broken. And despite my resizing, recoloring, background music, mirroring, and like five layers of visual edits at this point, I have been unable to upload this video in any region in the entire world. And despite my clips being fair use, YouTube's content ID does not want to hear it. So Glenn the Golden on Twitter 
told me that if you add a face cam to a clip, it can typically get by the content ID systems, which if you're watching this right now, it means it worked and thank you, Glenn. And so at random points where he would get claimed for using particular clips, he's just put himself in the corner. I wanna go, count on me, me too. I'm ready, I'm not- How dumb is that? I doubt this is an intentional bias in regards to these algorithms to try and make it so reactors have an easier time to make money. But it's strange to me that cropping out one little square of the video is enough to fool these algorithms, these detection algorithms for people's content. I had one example where I wanted to use like a 45 second clip of Tom Scott and uh, it got co content ID claimed. And so I just like zoomed it in 25% or something and then it went away. I wonder if the claimants, the people who put their stuff in for content ID can somewhat dictate how stringent the, they, they want the system to be. How much of the content needs to be used for it to, uh, to do the claim, I'm not sure. But I'll disagree with this uh, Wendigoon guy though. I've seen him around, I just don't know much about his content. I agree with Tom Scott that this isn't YouTube's system being broken and more just that this is how copyright has to be enforced. When you've got 720,000 hours of content being uploaded to YouTube every day and you've got to fulfill your obligations uh, in regards to copyright law in so many different countries, these things are just going to happen. YouTube is not a legal body. It cannot assess fair use. It can't say this is fair use, this is not. And certainly over the years, things have gotten better for creators in the sense that YouTube will go to bat for its creators more than it used to. And I suspect that's in part because of how much more power YouTube has. Once upon a time, it was like a smaller player compa compared to the larger music Hollywood sort of uh, entities. But now YouTube is like the king shit. So it can be like, yeah, take us to court, see what happens kind of thing. But in regards to YouTube copyright, this video, YouTube's copyright system isn't broken, the world is, is still a must watch for anyone who's interested in why YouTube systems are as they are, why these problems do arise, and yeah, just information on, on fair use and copyright in general. Twitter is purging inactive accounts for no apparent reason. This was weird to hear. Twitter is purging inactive accounts. We're purging accounts that have had no activity at all for several years, so you will probably see some follower count drop. But why? Like this will just remove a bunch of people's accounts that they might come back to, or people who have died, all their memories being on Twitter will now be removed. I heard someone mention that they're gonna be archived, but in what way? And if they're being archived, why remove them? And won't this break some things? Because some current accounts would have like retweeted or quote tweeted or replied to these accounts that are gonna be purged. What's that gonna do then? Would it just break a bunch of conversations that happened years ago? Like, what's the upside of doing this? Surely the storage can't be that significant. It's a scheme to pump up monthly active users. I mean, I guess people could hear of this and then log in and go, I don't want to be deleted. But I mean, that'd be a very temporary thing. I don't know, I guess it just highlights that nothing that's on the internet will always be accessible, right? Like on some level, you dream of like being in your 80s or something and being able to just look back at the previous decades and just be able to go through it and stuff. But uh, it's not all necessarily gonna stick around. Like I think about that with YouTube sometimes where are they just gonna build out storage year after year after year after year after year forever and never get rid of any old material that has like say zero views and stuff. I mean, it's a little bit different with YouTube though because of video storage is a lot different in terms of size than like text on a web page. Yeah, I, I don't understand the benefits of doing this. Therefore, I can't say I think it's a good idea. My fans can't get enough of my birthday wishes. 
So this was a funny interaction on Twitter. This dude named Banker Dev tweeted at me. We got it last year at Dark Vapor EU. Can we go for two years in a row? And he links a tweet where a year ago I wished him happy birthday. And I was like, I can't have this just happen every year. Well, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be wishing this dude happy birthday on the exact same day. But I did happen to see it. So what I did was I took the link to my tweet from a year ago and I've applied with a link to that tweet. <laughs> so I'm wishing him happy birthday using a message that I tweeted a year ago. And the replies to my tweet from other people is just a bunch of skulls. I guess to say I'm dead because this is funny or something. It's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 messages that are just skulls. I thought that was pretty funny. My fans suggest what my slogan should be. I had a dude leave me a comment that led to me making a community post about that comment. On my Can You Cross Los Santos While Impossibly Fast video, Carlos said, Is it you, Doug Doug, the guy who solves problems that no one has? And I was like, I don't really have a slogan like that. Doug Doug does say that sometimes. So I made a community post where I said, Doug Doug is the guy who solves problems no one has. Dark Viper AU is the guy who blank. Finish this sentence. So I had Jeplar grab for me the best ones, the answers from my viewers. And uh, I want to look at them now. Dark Viper AU is the guy who wishes all the best. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Dark Viper AU is the guy who creates the problems no one has. No, I don't like that one. Dark Viper AU is the guy who has a perfect sleeping pattern. This is definitely not true. Dark Viper AU is the guy who knocks. Yes, I am Heisenberg. Dark Viper AU is also called Nick. <laughs> the old memes, the best memes. Dark Viper AU is the guy who tells how rare something is when it happens. True. Is the guy who showcases facts and glitches that he learned from his 10,000 hours of speeding around the game and from his awesome viewers. True. Dark Viper AU is the guy who paid $702 for a Big Mac. That is indeed my biggest achievement. Can't afford sleeves. Good memes. Breaks GTA. Sometimes. Dark Viper AU is the guy who has the most benevolence. I hope so. Boops his mic at the end of some videos. True. Laughs at his own jokes more than his audience. Hey, that's true, but that's not right to say. <laughs> My jokes are great! I am underappreciated. In fact, regardless of how much I am appreciated by people in the world, it is still underappreciated. Dark Viper AU is the guy who rarely resets a run. Now that's just a damn lie. Dark Viper AU is the guy who preaches that there aren't cougars in missions. Preach. Knows that Jiffy is an actual measurement of time. <laughs> Come on, now everyone knows that. Is the guy who knows something about something. And you better all also know something about something. Or you won't be able to tie your shoes. Witness Jesus beat the train, as have many now. Is your friendo. True. Manages to beat a game where you commit various crimes with as few kills as possible. <laughs> yes. Absolutely adores the hit game Red Dead Redemption 2. Absolutely, it's the greatest game ever. Calmly indicates that his script is 14 pages. It was 14! Dark Viper U is the guy who acknowledges that the Meriwether fleets have indeed arrived. Yes, I am Trevor. Dark Viper U is the guy who denies witness protection Michael has. What is this sentence? Dark Viper U is the guy who has every conception of how rare that was. It was millions to one. What? Dark Viper U is the guy who cougars really love to meet. Man, cougars love me. Doug Doug is the guy who solves problems no one has. Dark Viper U is the guy who has problems no one can solve. Not even Doug Doug, it seems. Dark Viper U is the guy that says gibberish when he is overwhelmed. That is true. Haven't thought about it, but that is true. Promises GTA content, then rambles for 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm literally doing that right now. Is the guy that Ned Luke doesn't know. Hey man, he knows me, okay? We, we're the best of friends, he just doesn't want people to know. Dark Viper U is the guy who keeps doing things the hard way, even when it's not worth 
it passes. That is true. I am a stubborn person. Because stubborn is the wrong word. I'm diligent and I will pursue a goal until I succeed. Dark Vapor you is the guy who couldn't tie his shoes. Hey, I'm sure that was true at some point in my life, but it's not true now. Completes GTA 5 slightly faster than average. This is my favorite. It's the one that I say and it's the one that I thought of when I, I thought of like my slogan. Hey, I'm Dark Vapor AU, the guy who beats GTA 5 slightly faster than average. Doesn't roll off the tongue well, but it's the most accurate. Looks orange in every picture taken of him. That is not true, but just many of them. And it's in part because my background for my monitors is orange. May I should change it to purple. Then we can nickname me Thanos. And so that was all of them. Thank you for everyone who participated. Good memes. I have a new awesome merch store. Because the Rambles right now are almost a month old going up on the Rambles channel, which is something that I'm doing my best to fix. If Regario can't manage the channel by himself, I might have to get more people or, or replace him entirely or something. I'm not sure, but it causes me a lot of stress. But one advantage of them being so old is that I can talk about my new store on my YouTube channel, which can be found in this store tab. And you can see that it's currently populated with just one emote on a bunch of different items. But within a month's time, it will hopefully have all my emotes here. So right now you're looking at just Wooful doing A plus that you can purchase. But eventually, and you're finally seeing this ramble on the Rambles channel, all the emotes will be here. So if you're interested in getting some of my merch, this will be available for you eventually. These prices are of course in Australian, so they would obviously be cheaper in American or what have you. I don't set the prices, but I can pick from like 170 different items or something as to what items I want my emotes to be on or whatever. And I've selected like 15 or something. Unlike my previous store, there's actually going to be women's t-shirts and stuff. So hopefully this all works out. So this is my merch store on Spreadshop. And you can choose any design of which there are many, many. And like you go, okay, I want Comfy Doggo. And so you click in, it shows all the different designs that you can have on all the different stuff. And I mean, having it look like this, I guess I could put it on even more stuff because there's like 141 different items or something. But if you don't like that, you can even customize. So there's my face. I'm like, I want to put like Comfy Doggo as well. And then you're like, this is Comfy Doggo tattoo on my forehead. So isn't that, isn't that beautiful? I just mean like you can do this and you can like put text and say, this guy is cool. It's lagging because I'm in GTA 5. It isn't actually uh, this lagging normally. So the store is a bunch of already made items, but you can also just use the assets that I put there, like my high quality emails to make whatever you want. So if you're interested in that, feel free. This customer feedback I found out isn't for my specific items. It is for the quality of the items in general. So these are reviews for like the quality of the shirt, not reviews for my design that is being put on the shirt. I don't know if that's misleading or not, knowing that the quality is 4.5 stars of the like the material and, and all that jazz is good. But these aren't reviews for like, I really like this Dark Vibe AU face. <laughs> but obviously this is way superior to my old merch store and uh, I highly recommend checking it out. There's actually some new emotes that have been made. So here are the newest emotes. Dark Ambulance, which is like D-Vibe Taxi, but an ambulance. Bonk, bonk in the head. Dark Boxing, boxing guy. Dark Broke, it's a, got a little wallet, a little flies coming out. Dark Clap. I really like Dark Clap. Should probably be an animated emote, just <laughs> clapping. Dark Construction, Dark Jail, Dark L, Dark Pensive, Dark Photo. So he's taking a photo. Gotta fix that arm. Dark Pounce, Dark Rap, Dark Sailor. That line's too thick there as well. Dark Scream, Dark Sleep with a Sheep on the little thing there. Dark Smirk. I really like Dark Smirk. Not sure how good it would go as an emote, but I like it. And Dark Weird. 
But there's probably like three or four of these that I might see slotting in in, replace, in place of other emotes that we have. Some people are saying that the store doesn't show up for some people. So I don't know specifically actually which countries allow you to advertise merch on YouTube itself and or in videos. But you can see here that certain things are restricted to certain countries. Yeah, so I don't know how many countries will be able to see this store, but I'm hoping it's going to be most of them. We'll see. In some countries, YouTube or Google does not have payment processing available. None of this is handled by YouTube or Google. It's actually kind of nice that they'll let you have this store here at all, considering they don't take a cut as far as I'm aware. Unless maybe Spreadshop has a back-end deal with YouTube or Google, which they probably do. Either that or YouTube Google just thinks it's in their best interest that you know, people can make a living on their platform. I bought some of the densest material in the world. So I bought something stupid, chat. I mean, it's not stupid because I quite like it, but it is this. It is, it is a cube. Why would you buy a cube, you might ask? I am struggling to hold it right now. This is a five centimeter, I think it's at 50 millimeters tungsten cube. It is really, really dense. I have not had it long enough to assess whether it's both disingenuous and a motherfucker. But uh, it's certainly dense. I looked up what was the, you could say most affordable, extraordinarily dense material. Platinum is somewhat accessible to the public, but it's only slightly more dense than this and costs like four or five times as much. This cube already was really, really expensive. Would you like to guess how much this cube cost? Fits in my hands. Oh, you guys are way overshooting it. Like one person got it. It was, it was like 350 bucks, which is certainly an exorbitant purchase for what is ultimately a paperweight. It's uh, I found it really interesting and it is really cool. Like it's, a, it's just a really strange thing to hold. I don't get many cool experiences being cooped up here all day. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. Like, I don't know what the numbers were, but it, this was 19,500 something. I, I don't know. And platinum was like 21,000. So it's slightly more dense on whatever this metric was, but like four or five times the price. Like I think for the same amount of platinum, it was like $1,500. And I was willing to spend a couple of hundred bucks on a novelty, but not thousands on a novelty. It's, it's just a very strange thing to hold. Like I can, I can pick it up with two fingers. It's just difficult. To describe its weight, it's like this bottle of water, maybe 20 times this weight in like one quarter the size of one bottle. Another thing I purchased, which was far less expensive, only cost $15 was a pack of cards. Spur of the moment, I was like, I want blue and black cards or maybe black and gold. I was thinking to get myself a good set that was like 50 bucks or something, like something that was like it was really premium, but I couldn't tell what was premium. I couldn't tell if uh, I'd be paying for a deck of cards that cost $2, but they would just charge me $50 to make it seem premium or something. So I'm like, this is just going to be a scam. I'm just going to buy a normal set of cards. And so these are quite nice. I don't know any card tricks. I got them off Amazon for like 10 bucks. They're waterproof and smooth and stuff, but they're not as nice as like cards at a casino or cards that magicians use. If this top card is a card over seven, I will give five subs. It is six. You lose. Is my VODs channel going as planned? While the Rambles channel is having trouble keeping up and having some difficulties, the VOD channel is not. Currently we're at like 40 videos a month or something. And while there has been a handful of problems with various different videos going up when they shouldn't have or things not being edited correctly and uh, all that jazz, in general, it's been pretty good. 
So we're currently at almost a million views a month. The average view duration is pretty high, 27 minutes. Click-through rate, 3.6%. You can see like drop-offs like this though, which is traditional for really long videos, right? VOS traditionally look like this. People click into it and go, actually, you know what? I'm not really interested in this and uh, they leave. But like you can see like Binding of Isaac, for example, they're shorter videos, more interesting, more action-packed continuously. They do okay in terms of attention and stuff. But as I often say, YouTube is willing to give more credibility to really long videos even if they don't have great retention. Because even if you're keeping a small fraction of the people there for like well over an hour, it's often worth promoting it. One of the reasons why it's been so successful, I think, is because the requirements for people in terms of skill is so much lower. The format for the thumbnails, while nowhere near like the optimal meta for YouTube as a whole, still look good enough, right? All I need is people who can make good enough thumbnails and do good enough editing, which is just trimming a tiny amount from the beginning to get things to speed up a bit. I'm potentially doing a little bit of audio balancing and stuff. Where every other thing that I need help with is a lot more complicated than that, so it's a lot harder to get people on board. But I'm thinking that probably the Rambles channel, surely I can find one other person to help me with that. So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.